Saturday morning words and coffee. Welcome to it. Day before Mother's Day is when I'm recording this. I probably should have chosen maybe a, a motherly poem or a poem about mothers, but I was looking at something by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Last week we touched on some depressing stuff with uh, Oscar Wilde in jail. So we're going to move on over to Elizabeth Barrett Browning and talk about one of her love sonnets, which is what she's most famous for, but she wrote a ton of stuff in her relatively short life, including uh, translations, literary, literary criticism, prose, and poetry, but it's probably for her poetry that she's most well-remembered nowadays. Uh, of course, married to the Browning, uh, Robert Browning is where that comes from. She was born Elizabeth Barrett, but went on to marry another poet. Uh, but she's famous in her own right, and I, I might say that she is probably even more famous now than her husband. Her husband is well-regarded in literary circles, and anyone who's maybe read The Dark Tower or something, because it's based on a Browning poem. But Elizabeth Barrett Browning's stuff, especially the love poems, the love sonnets, stands the test of time, and you see them more often. Uh, she certainly shouldn't be defined by her marriage to her husband. She was famous and well-regarded as a poet in her own right, and was up for Poet Laureate of uh, Britain, and it was Tennyson who ultimately became that, but she was very well regarded in literary circles as well as in the wider public. And the poem I'm about to read, the sonnet, is from a collection uh, that she put together while she was in Italy, but she wrote them while she was in England, and I'm going to read probably the most famous one of that bunch and one of the most famous love sonnets of all time, and then we'll come back and talk about it. So here it is. It's known as How Do I Love Thee, Let Me Count the Ways. Like most sonnets, it's not titled in the book that it was published in. It's just called Number 43, but we uh, tend to call it How Do I Love Thee, Let Me Count the Ways, because like most sonnets, you take the title from the first line. So here it is here. How Do I Love Thee, Let Me Count the Ways. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach, when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need, by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely, as men strive for right. I love thee purely, as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. And that is, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways most often misquoted, I think, is how much do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Uh, beautiful sonnet. Strange sonnet if you're like me and you like to look at how it's broken down into the rhyming scheme and such. We have here the appropriate number of lines and the ten syllables uh, per line, mostly. She plays with that a little bit. A couple of them are off by a beat. Uh, 
uh, by a syllable. Uh, the rhyming scheme is A, B, B, A for a bit, and then it changes, so she plays with that. Uh, I love it. I think it's uh, a beautiful sonnet, and I like to uh, look at the way she played with whether or not she should follow any rules she said set down for herself, and perhaps like love, uh, there are no rules, and she only used them as a guide. Uh, it's a beautiful one. She wrote this while she was corresponding uh, with Robert Browning. Robert Browning had written to her. He hadn't met her. He had written to her uh, later in life. I believe she was 39 or 40. And he wanted to tell her he was, I believe, six years her junior. And he told her how much he loved her writing. And that's where the courtship started. She was doing actually quite better than <laughs> Browning as a writer at that time. Uh, because Browning's any of Browning's plays that he tried to put on had failed. And his poetry hadn't been selling that well. And he was pretty much dependent on his father. For her part, she was doing better, uh, but she also had a, a weird thing with her father. She was the eldest of 11 children, and the father uh, declared that any of them that got married would be cut off, would be disinherited. And he was good to his, he was true to his word. Uh, when she married Browning, he disapproved, her father disapproved of that and cut her off, uh, disinherited her. They ended up, the couple... Uh, the two Brownings, Elizabeth Barrett Browning and Robert Browning, moved to Italy and spent most of their, the rest of their lives there, certainly the rest of her life. And the poems that she had been writing, the sonnets that she had been writing in England while being courted by correspondents and otherwise, uh, by Robert became uh, these sonnets. And the interesting thing about the sonnets is they were released as Sonnets from the Portuguese. <laughs> they picked the two of them picked that title. She didn't want to publish the poems because she thought they were a little bit personal. He said they were beautiful and that he he pretty much told her you have to publish these. But they made it sound like they were translations and she gave them the title Sonnets from the Portuguese, which astute critics saw right through and knew they were from her and of course now we definitely know it and they're always published under her name and the Sonnets from the Portuguese is more of a footnote. Elizabeth Barrett Browning went on to uh, die relatively young at the age of 55. No one really knows what the affliction was. Tuberculosis was probably part of it. I was researching something a couple of weeks ago and was amazed at just how uh, widespread tuberculosis was, still is, in fact, and still could come back and, and get us today. But at the time, I believe like one in four people in the United Kingdom was afflicted with it to the point of death. Uh, numbers like this, which which seem crazy, so I'm going to research that even more. But it was certainly on their minds. Uh, so, not to get too far off track, we'll look at the poem really quickly here. Number 43, or How Do I Love Thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being an ideal grace. I mean, there's not much more you can say than that. I love thee as big as the universe, essentially. I like this line here, I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need, by sun and candlelight. So no matter day or night, no matter what I need, food, sustenance, air, whatever it is uh, that I need, I love thee to that level. It is sustenance, it is life. Uh, take another line here. I like this, I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs. And with my childhood's faith. What are those old griefs? These old griefs that you're still thinking about? 
put to use in my old griefs. That's something to think about. But I like this here, and with my childhood's faith. Didn't we have such faith when we were children? And not necessarily in a religious sense, although she may mean it that way. She was baptized. She was raised with some religion. But maybe here she means when you're a child, everything is, uh, you take everything on faith, and the world is this big, mysterious place, and you're willing to believe in so many different things. Uh, and then as we get older, of course, pragmatism uh, kills some of that. But at the time, the world is full of things that as a child, you, uh, a child at play is something to behold, isn't it? They really believe that moment that they're in. And then she goes on, and this, is, this stanza here is, is great for me, if only because, or is great to me, if only because she plays with the rhyming scheme and stuff a little bit. But uh, she says, uh, I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life, and if God choose, I shall love thee better after death. And so if God chooses this moment to take me away, then I shall love thee better after death. And he did uh, take her, if you believe in such things, uh, he did take her quite young at 55. She passed away in Browning. Uh, became a widower, but he always uh, referenced her and talked about her and, and loved her deeply. And that is uh, sonnet number 43 from sonnets from the Portuguese, as she called it. And that's Elizabeth Barrett Browning with a love poem today. So send that one to somebody in a card, and I'm sure they'll appreciate it. I hope you have a great day, and uh, join us next time on Saturday Morning Words and Coffee.